I'm JR. And I'm Stacy. And this is Sparrows Under Review. At this time, right now, we have King Germ from Pod Saving My Marriage on our little bit we're doing with him for a quick little ad that we're going to throw in our show for him. So, King Germ, please tell us real quick about your new show. Uh, thank you, JR, for calling me. Uh, well, as far as my new show, it's kind of the same as the old show. If you're not familiar with the old show, it, we was previously known as a broadcast, but we did some rebranding. And now we're showing people how Pride and Saved Our Marriage. It's basically, think of all your TV couples. Uh, that's what you have with me and my wife. We don't always agree. We disagree most of the time. But that's where the magic comes from. Um, you can catch us every Friday um, on all DSPs. And hopefully you will come and listen and get entertained by us so we can show y'all how we are saving our marriage with podcasting. There you go. I'm JR. And I'm Stacy. And this is Sparrows Under Review. This episode is special because this is a new one where we we talk about going to the movies. Now, going to the movies is a hard thing. Go to the movies. (laughs) Now, going to the movies is a hard thing for me to do because I have multiple projectors and I believe in a home experience because the theater is expensive and I'm a cheapskate. Now, see, it wasn't that bad because we got there at a good time, I think, because I think they're priced differently depending on the time of day. I mean, we wouldn't see a movie at like two (laughs) o'clock. One of, one of the rarities, and we actually got to go eat, too. So, so real quick, uh, shout out to Cross Lanes, West Virginia, for having an amazing Golden Corral in the middle of the day, after lunch. Yeah, I was you, excited about that price, too. Yeah, you roll up in a thing at 2 o'clock, man, you were doing something really good. Mm-hmm. Cross Lanes, West Virginia, near the casino. For you tourists that are going to be going to the casino spending money, make sure you eat the buffet before you go. Yep. I think before 4 p.m. Yeah, before 4 p.m. So, let's get into this. Illumination. Illumination is a company that makes those darn Despicable Me, Despicable Me movies. Um, and they make all kinds of different types of movies that we watch. Universal Pictures was the big company behind this, along with Nintendo. This movie has Chris Pratt, which you will know from Guardians of the Galaxy or from Jurassic Park. And it had Jack Black in it. Jurassic World. Jurassic World. He's new to this, guys. Um, Seth Rogen was in the movie, and quite a few other people were in the movie. Now, Stacy, roll us through your first impression of this movie, please. So, we are talking about the Super Mario Bros. movie. Um, I was confused if, a little bit. Um, some of it. I mean... I had high hopes for it. I was so excited. They opened up um, the Mario World in Universal. We're going to hit that up later on this year. Um, like my overall initial thought, is that what you mean? Before, yes. like, I liked it. Um, there was a f- few things I'm, I probably would change, would have changed. Um, but overall, it was a good movie. I'll watch it again. Okay. Now, my first thing is, is anybody that knows me, they know that there are three things that you can follow with me. They follow as this, Super Mario, Zelda, and Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Anything else outside of that is something I picked up over the years, but those are things that were born, raised with me, and came up with me. So, before this movie got started, I had to go back in time, back to 1993, when they made the first live-action movie. <laughs> so, my hopes for this movie were on par with that. 
make something that's a thing in service, but don't make something that's so distinctively out of whack that purists that are Super Mario fans that know the storylines that watch the cartoons can stay with. And I must say, what has gone on in movies since Disney started buying up places is they make movies that are comfortable for everyone. This Super Mario movie fits in a mold for everyone. People are spending money to go see this. Right. Um, it does a few things that are different. Shout out to Jack Black for playing Bowser in probably the most outstanding performance in the whole movie. Um, my only disclaimer is, is that Yoshi doesn't get much love in this movie. I know. I was disappointed in that. Right. I, and they you had a quick glimpse. Yeah. And you've seen a bunch of Yoshis running around. Right. I'm like, we should have seen them in different parts. But it also leaves it open to do a sequel. Diff- different movies. Yeah. And I, I think that they should. If they don't capitalize, is that the word I want to use? Capitalize, capitalize yes. on that. Then there's something wrong with these people. Because I feel like you could do a lot more. There should be either a TV series about Mario and their whole faction. I don't know what you want to call it. Or additional movies. I know that the, it's time consuming it and it's probably going to cost a lot of money and this and that and whatever. But it's out there. Y'all are making your money. So give, give us what we want. No doubt in that. So <laughs> so going into this movie, because I always like to, to, to start off talking about the movie because I'm just like to talk too much. All right. So, a little bit. So the origin story of this movie has nothing to do with Nintendo. has right. nothing to do with Super Mario. Right. So with a grain of salt without ruining it, because I know a lot of people haven't seen it yet. I mean, it's made its money. It's the biggest animated movie thus far this year. Well, I mean, honestly, though, this is a review show. So... If somebody hasn't listen, listened to, attended, or watched what we're talking about, and they continue to listen to the podcast, and they get offended because we ruined something, then I have no sympathy. Okay, so then I'll just go spill yeah, the you, beans. You, you, it's, it's the whole name of the show. Sparrows under review. We are reviewing anything and everything that we feel like. Okay. So you're, you're going to get spoilers. All right, so here I go. Here like I my go. famous lady from Doctor Who. Spoilers! All right, so I'm jumping off the board with that okay. one. So Super Mario movie rolls out. It's an entirely, entirely different storyline. It is very, very perplexing and confusing. It is. Um, because they differentiate Mario and his brother as fake Italian people. Right. They let them have a, just a normal voice, and it caused some kind of controversy for whoever got their panties in a wad. Uh, John Leguizamo, which I do like you in Violent Night, but understand, they weren't going to pay you to be in a second movie. You were in probably the worst video game adaptation movie on Earth with the first <laughs> one, which we do need to go back and watch that, because yeah, Stacy's never seen it. So, going on and on, Here, here's the thing. The movie starts off kind of out this out, out there. It... it the storyline is about the plum, them becoming plumbers. I'm sorry, I got a little tongue-tied there. Okay. And it just went berserk from there. The It didn't make sense. They get trapped into a world, and then it's, you know, they go through the tunnel, which I'll add the sound effect later, and they go through the tunnel, and they're in Super Mario Mar- Mushroom Kingdom. Right, and that's the thing that confused me. So I'm going to jump in there. I would like to have seen some type of differentiation. Is that the word I want to use? Sorry, guys. I like to use big words, but I don't always know the meaning. Um, 
in the world, but they looked the same. So how are you going to tell me they're going through this pipe into a different dimension, dimension, multiverse? Let's throw in some Marvel terms there. And everything looks the same. Like, I, I would have liked to have maybe seen them start out as, um, I don't want to say human, but more of a live action type thing introduction and then go into the animation right and my problem was was that like we needed a reality base somewhere because it made no sense for them because in the original cartoon from the 80s they were it was live action it was like Lou Albano and some other dude uh, and then they jumped into uh, a thing and the whatever the sorry guys the twirling the, the twirling thing was it was like beep 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 and they went in the hole and then they were in a new world yeah. so it made sense with this one the way that it started off and the way that it split the brothers up if you didn't know Super Mario, you were lost. You didn't get picked back up until Luigi started getting in trouble with the Koopa clan. And I said Koopa clan, not Ku Klux Klan. So <laughs> Koopa clan. And that's when it started picking up. And then Mario gets in, introduced to the princess from uh, Toad. And Toad's lively. And in that interaction with Toad, that's where you see the Yoshis. They're just running amok. Right. They're running around like they're wild horses. Right. And I seen the one pink one look back at me, at least. Or I looked at it. <laughs> and then it went on its business. And I was like, are they going to ride on Yoshis? Right. Now, like I said, it could be an avenue to create other stuff. Um, you did see in the beginning, before they went into the other world, that Luigi was kind of a pushover no I'm, I'm not that's not what i'm trying to say he was very um klutzy yeah he was the um mario was mario was the ringleader and um luigi tagged along because he didn't want to be alone that's how i felt they portrayed luigi and that, and that makes sense i can go with that because it was kind of yeah. like he was not shy or timid but just like awkward yeah yeah, and like he'd trip over stuff, was slower to to do things, and and I don't know. I think that's the best way for me to explain it. So let me tie into the video game real quick. Now we're going to go back real quick. There's one that we play together that's called Super Mario... All-Stars? No, no, not All-Stars. Super Mario oh. Wii U. That was the Super Mario version where they both were running around with four characters on the screen, and they jump different. That is how I felt about Luigi. Like, if you played Super Mario Wii U or Super Mario Wii, um, and if you played on the 64, I mean, if you played on the Switch, it's like a deluxe version. Now it has Luigi U and it has Super Mario and you got four characters you can play with. It's Princess Tulsu, some little blue purple rabbit and something else. The way Luigi's attributes are on the game were how he was portrayed in the movie. That's a tie-in there. I want y'all to go back and look at You can look at that. And if you're even old school, go back and look at Super Mario 2. Super Mario 2 is that weird game that was really not a Mario game. And Princess Toadstool could jump up for a long time. But Luigi jumped and his legs kind of went like this. They went dummy. So that's how he's portrayed in this movie. So that's right. just a little tie-in there for you Nintendo buffs. Um, <laughs> so the movie goes on. Um, Princess Toadstool's a beast in them streets. She's out there like... Jumping around, doing whatever she could do in this maze. Trying to show Super Mario how to get tough. Right. Because she said she wouldn't take him along if he couldn't pass the course. Right. And, and, and I liked that tie-in. I liked how it wasn't just, ooh, he's going to be good at it. 
I like that he failed. And I like that he had to start over and do all this other stuff. And they did incorporate some of the power-ups in the... Uh, I don't remember the coins. Yeah, they did the coins. Okay, did they? And they did the, yeah. the different jumps from Super Mario 64. Because Super Mario 64 is where he's got all the extra little jumps. Yeah. So... You get your references to the games, no doubt. Right. And the Easter eggs, which are hidden things inside. If you, That's the only thing about this movie that I want to say as a disclaimer. I need to go see it a second time because I missed a few things. Right. Um, but if you caught them, you'll notice there was a lot of tie-ins to this, this, and that, and all of the games that are out now, with the exception of Super Mario Maker 2. That's just... I don't even know if that's a real game or not. It's just... It I, is. It's a game, but I'm, I'm just saying... Sure it is, yeah. It's a game, but we don't count that. Um... So, after that ordeal, they go about their business, and guess where they end up? With the character that started all of this Super Mario mess, Donkey Kong. <laughs> now, for anyone that's not educated on this, Donkey Kong is it was perceived way before Super Mario. Mm -hmm. Super Mario actually had to rescue a different princess, not even the regular one, um, on that one. Another tie-in that you'll see, though, is that inside this show, the, the mayor of the original city where Mario and Luigi come from, she's actually she was actually the princess on Super Mario Sunshine, or the mayor on Super Mario Sunshine, so that's a quick tie-in. She's only in it for a little bit, and if you didn't pay attention, you missed her. Now, going on to Donkey Kong, it's crazy. It's pandemonium. Right. Yeah. They went there to ask for help, right? Like yes. they Peach and Princess Peach and Mario. Yes. So they meet Grand Kong or whatever his name is. We'll call him Granddaddy Kong. <laughs> and the only way he's going to do business is how, Stacy. Fighting. So so um, here comes Donkey Kong. You get a little cameo from Diddy Kong because he was hype. He said some right. extra stuff, and they was like, "Diddy Kong, shut your ass up." <laughs> and he did. And to be honest with you, Donkey Kong beat the brakes off Super Mario. Right. He was on him like bone, bone, bone. Took him out. And Mario got a power up. Right. He he no, he noticed something at the right time. Right. And that leaves that part there. Then you get the most amazing thing that, that ties into Diddy, Diddy Kong and Donkey Kong Country. Um, anybody that watched the TV series, which was very limited, but I think it was like 30 episodes, they had kart racing in that. And Diddy Kong Racing is actually a Nintendo 64 game. Okay. So they tied in the vehicles from Diddy Kong Racing. Which is a rarity because it mm -hmm. it was only a one shot game, and it brings on that Mario Kart feeling. Yeah, I enjoyed that part. Yeah, so they have the Rainbow um, Road. Yeah, Rainbow Road. Yeah, and they get attacked by Bowser in them. Yep, yep. That's where the Bowser joins. The Bowser, sorry guys, where yeah. Bowser joins the fight. And, and and the crazy thing there is like, so you're getting the nostalgia if you're a Nintendo fan, and even if you're not, if you played some games. You're getting a lot of correlation. Mm -hmm. And correlation is what makes people feel warm. It's that gooey feeling you get when you eat a good cookie or whatever, when it's soft and right out the oven. If you get them like that, or if you're like me, you just get them from Chips Ahoy and just they're soft. So, Bowser constructs a beautiful attack. He's like, we're going to cut them off at this point. We're going to get them right here and there. They're not going to just do whatever they do. Right. And... That's how that goes. And from there on, um, the movie takes off and the princess kidnapped. Quite a few people are kidnapped. Right. Because um, they don't go unscathed in this one. And they get captured. 
And then your normal hero heroine story. Your normal hero heroine story takes place. And Stacey, you can finish it up for us on this one. I mean... Right. I mean, y'all know what's going to happen. I mean, Mario and Luigi end up saving the day, basically. Um, They rescue her. They defeat Bowser. Kind of. And then... They get sucked into the regular world. Yeah, normal reality. Yeah. And that's where, like I said, I would have liked to have seen a little bit of a difference between the two worlds. Because it looks like they just came out of the sewer and they were the sewer people like in Futurama. Right. Like, you know how you have the people that are underground in old New York. <laughs> so it feels like that's kind of the thing that it was. Um I will say there wasn't a part in the movie where I'm just like, okay, let me play on my phone because I'm getting bored. I will say that. Yeah. I have a very short attention span and a lot of times I can't sit there and watch movies without doing something else because I'm very, I don't know. I got some ADD, undiagnosed ADD going on or something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I hate being put on the spot here and we're having some, uh, technical difficulties with our phones so we can't cheat and have our notes put out here um but i mean i i thoroughly enjoyed the movie i don't want to give too much of the ending away because you know it's not like we're spoiling spoiling anything (laughs) right but can i take the reins real quick (laughs) yeah so let me throw this in there now jack black there's a portion in this movie where bowser He's a tough guy, but he is real sensitive in the streets. And I'm using the term in the streets because it just right. sounds good. See, that's the thing. I didn't, I don't know if I didn't realize that that's what the storyline was or if they just did that for the movie. So is that kind of like the, how it is in the games? Like so, the whole point was Bowser just wanted to marry Peach? Uh, see, and that's a that's a connotation. I'll leave okay. it at that. Like it's interpreted because when you see him on Super Mario Sunshine, yeah, they've got a tuxedo on, and you see him in other events. And even if people follow my social media, my personal page, and you look at some things from 2018 and 2017, you'll see that there's pictures of Princess Toastal and Bowser, right? And they're all in formal clothes. So that right there was kind of murky for mm-hmm. me. I was like, wow, that's kind of a fan service. And when I say fan service, I'm saying it's something that they're doing for the fans to keep them engaged. Okay. Like, so I think that that was a, it's a fictional deal. I don't know if it's actually real, but Bowser. We and, might have to investigate that. Yeah. Bowser and Super Mario Sunshine, or not Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario. Oh my gosh, my mind went blank. <laughs> the Super Mario that is on the Nintendo Switch, the original one that came out on it. Um, why is that game leaving my mind? I didn't know they did an original one on the Switch. Yeah, it's the one I play, Super Mario Odyssey. That's what it's oh, called. Okay, okay. So Super Mario Odyssey, if you look on that one, you will you can see that. Okay. Now, the Super Mario 3D world that you and I play together that we haven't finished. Right. Because um, there's two of them that we play. One that's a side-scroller and one that's completely 3D, like the one... Like that, the Toad one. Yeah. Kinda. Okay. So the Super Mario 3D world that we play that we haven't finished, that one play, puts Bowser as kind of like, he's a crazy monster on that he's one. He's more of a, a monster than a, oh, I'm just a love struck puppy. Right. Okay. Because see, that's what I got out of him in this movie. I didn't get that he was a villain. I got that he was a um, psychopathic 
dude that was flush truck and obsessed with a female that wanted nothing to do with him. Sounds like an antagonist, and it definitely you just built up a villain right there because that sounds like some people we but know in no, real life. No, I, I understand that. Like that's 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 <laughs> what I feel like. I feel like his character is something I would have gotten out of a Lifetime movie. Yeah, and not that he was a monster villain in a cartoon. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. A little better sense. Yeah. So. And, but it, it wasn't bad. I, I still enjoyed it, but I didn't know Bowser was that soft in the sheets. Streets. Streets. Yeah. Whatever. I told you. Excuse me. So so the other thing, the, the main thing that I read, the reason that I t- I'm telling you about this is because he sung an amazing song yeah. about her. And that has catapulted to being. Do you remember it enough to give us a taste? Actually, I do not. Um, <laughs> but I will say this. It has been put into clips. It's on YouTube. It is big. It is blowing up. I'm surprised that it isn't in my TikTok search I was yet. Say, I haven't haven't seen it on TikTok yet. So it'll it'll get there eventually because they've even made a 3D of Jack Black with his head and then Bowser's body saying it. <laughs> so I mean, it's gotten that big. And like I said, we don't talk about the success of movies, but I'm just going to say this: this movie is the biggest opening animated movie above Frozen Two. And Frozen 2 was a precedent for for movies. And you have to understand, people always tie in, because I'm anal about this, about the whole pandemic to now. So mm-hmm. this movie was great in its... Uh, time. In its time, time frame, because it was real short. It wasn't as long yeah. as I wanted. I, I feel like it was a comfortable length. Especially for a show that I want to say is more catered towards children. Yeah. Because this is an amazing show to take your kids. Yes. Like, I highly recommend it. If you have a free weekend, it's still in theaters, take your kids to go see it. Or if you have somebody that has a movie theater, um, what is that thing I'm wanting to think about? The movie pass? The businesses. Like, you go out there and you set up your projector for somebody. Yeah. And they... They pay for your services. Yeah, like a backyard movie theater. Yeah, or backyard a, movie theaters. Those things are amazing, and hopefully we can get some running around here because we don't have anything like that yet. Right. We're working towards it, but there's a whole lot of legality stuff. But if you know somebody that has one of those already, set it up. Yeah, and you would have a good time with this. Yeah. Um, so we are always tweaking the movie review system that we're using to say, hey, this is a good movie or not. Yeah. I have two coin phrases that people know me for. And these phrases are trash ass, something's trash ass, and dumpster juice. Yes. Dumpster juice is the lowest of lows and no one even wants to sniff it and with a snotty nose. Right. And trash ass means that it, someone put in effort, but it was just garbage. Yeah. And it didn't have the reek of the dumpster juice, but it was on top. Right. So, those are our two suggestions for our, we're going to give it a zero and we're going to give it a one. We need some help with a two and a three. Right. We need I, something I think clever. that's what we were going for, zero, right. one, two, three. Because we don't, you know, it's, there's not a whole lot of options, when, especially when you're reviewing a movie. Either you absolutely hated it and you're never going to watch it again and you wish you wouldn't have watched it. 
Um, you didn't like it, but it wasn't awful and you don't regret watching it, but you're never going to watch it again. You liked it. You enjoyed it. If it comes on, you might watch it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to pick it out of a stack or, all right, that was great. I'm going to watch it any chance I get. Okay. Like, I mean, to me, there's those four options. Yeah, that works. So we have, um, dumpster juice, which is the worst. Right. Trash ass, which is number two. And then we need the help coming up with our good and not our, our good and our great. Right. So this is what I'll say about this movie, in my opinion. This movie was a great fan service. Would it be in the same veins of... Because I watch a movie all every month called Bob's Burger by myself. I sometimes in a car or wherever. I watch it every month. I, I don't know why. but I mean, you can just use The Simpsons. All right, the Simpsons because that's one we both watch a lot. The Simpsons movie gets watched mm-hmm. twice a year or three times a year. A lot. I can go. We can finish this and go watch it right now, and I have no right. issue. Anytime Epa, it's on Epa. TV, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna watch it. Right. So this movie does not fall into. I, I know. Excuse me, y'all. I accidentally hit it too. I, yeah. I, I fouled up. Like we said, we've got we got some stuff to work on here. Yeah, and these boom arms are nice though, because it doesn't make the microphone slide or anything. We just keep hitting the thing, and it goes doom. So, right. And I try to adjust my mic, and it. Right. And we actually got the mic so far away from us, it looks crazy. I got mine directly in front of me because I'm anal about that. Now, yeah, yeah. Now, now getting back to the movie. Because I always go off track. Sorry. All right. This movie is a movie I will keep. Mm -hmm. I will actually purchase the Blu-ray UHD version. And I did say UHD. Because I'm not out here to buy regular Blu-rays. On them 4K TVs. On them 4K TVs and soon to be 4K projector. Yes. Yeah. So this is a movie I would watch again. This movie has to grow on me. It has to do more than just from the one time I see it. Would I spend money to go see it a second time? That's a hard one. I'm a Super Mario fan, so I would. But to differentiate, anything else that what didn't have something that was tied into it, because licensed movies like this are hard for people to get into. This movie was easy enough if you didn't know nothing about Super Mario. Everything you learn in the movie becomes the history you have of Mario now. Right, and and I I agree with what you said. Um, I probably wouldn't pay to go watch it again unless we went to Athena Grand there in Athens. Shout out. Yes. Um, they, they're cheap. I'm a cheap person. Yes, I'm going to spend $10 in gas to drive up the road just so I can get a ticket for less than $10. <laughs> but on top of that, not only are their tickets affordable, their food and drinks are affordable. They also have like a little arcade in there and Texas Roadhouse is in the same parking lot. So it's a win-win for me anyways. Um, but as far as going into like one of the IMAX theaters or the uh, Regal Cinema Theaters, I-, I wouldn't pay for to watch it again. But I'm like you. I am gonna b- purchase it on the. We're gonna purchase it on the U HD 4K. <laughs> yeah, we'll just call it 4K. UHD, and um, it's definitely gonna be in the rotation of movies that I watch periodically throughout the year. Right, and and one other thing that we will definitely be doing with it though is is when that movie comes out, and I can have it wherever I have it. I will stream it. I'll take the Xbox or PlayStation 5 and hook it into the projector. We'll stream it outside. Right. It'll get some summertime play when it comes out. And I'm not telling anybody about a release date, but they're already doing pre-orders for the Super Are Mario they? movie. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to purchase one and gift it to somebody. 
Yeah, definitely will do that. So, so real quick, uh, if you all don't mind, if you get a chance, rate this show. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think of it through the avenues that are available at the moment. Which I actually have to recant that statement because we've got to make those options available to you. I do. I put in um, a what did you think of this episode, and I also put t- put polls. Um, I don't necessarily get them done for every show, but I try to, and usually they're only available for a week. Um, but we do have, um, we're going to create an Instagram. And a Twitter. We haven't done that yet, but you can always reach JR on WVUncommonplace at gmail.com if you have any help, not help, but any suggestions for us at the time being. And another thing that I can put in in the persuasion is you can actually reach Stacy at sparrowsunderreview at gmail.com for this personal podcast right here. I I don't know why it slipped our mind. We we do so much. Well, because we had to have it to create everything, but I don't have that on my phone yet. And you always have my MacBook, so. (laughs) I keep two MacBooks because I try to feel special. Yeah. So once again, like always, I'm JR. And I'm Stacy. And this has been Sparrows Under Review.